When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my name is Sydney, and you're listening to the Peaceful Morning Podcast. Moment. Moment. Peaceful Moment Podcast. There we go. Peace and blessings. Blessings and peace. Thank you so much for joining me on a peaceful moment. As we continue in our rock bottom stories, please feel free to reach out to me. If you want to get your story out there or you have or you know of someone who has an amazing rock bottom story, let me know. Hit me up on the podcast Instagram. That's peaceful underscore podcast. Or if you have Twitter, hit me up on Twitter. Peaceful underscore podcasts. There's no T on that one. As we continue in our rock bottom stories, we have Miss Sydney at grown.soul. Me and Sydney have been friends for a really long time. We've been through a lot together and we've grown apart in the past few years. But you know how crazy life is. If somebody's meant to be in your life, they'll always come back. So listen, divulges into her journey of self-redemption and self-sufficiency. So sit back, relax, and be peaceful. All right, so we good? You can hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, oh my god. god. I'm excited. Okay, I'm gonna stop being weird. <laughs> oh my god, it's the ghetto. I swear it's the ghetto, dog. I'm so sick of living in the ghetto. It's ridiculous. It's okay. Is it though? <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> Dude, I, I come to a I come to a point like where I just don't care. Like, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is at this point. Yeah. But I don't know why it's been tweaking so bad. Like, usually you just connect and it's like, it just, it just goes. But I think it's because, like, um, you wasn't doing it at the same time. The servers was off and the flux capacitor was discombobulated and stuff. So like, yeah, sometimes when the weather's bad, my service is kind of, like, crappy. I got T-Mobile and I live in North Carolina, Jacksonville. With a lot of mm-hmm. the country part. I'm not even in the city, so... <laughs> You in the backwoods. Yeah, pretty much. I know but that, I'm like in the city of all of them, you know. Oh, you're in there. So it's not like, you know, a lot of acres in between houses. Like, we, we got mm-hmm. <laughs> little town going. That's all right. Now. But I appreciate you being here with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. I was actually excited. And when I saw um, when Natasha got one, I was like, oh. I want to do it. I want to do it. <laughs> it's like I listened to him and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then like how like no one Natasha, I didn't know her for that long. Like mm-hmm. we we only had one class the same and that was like senior year. And like watching her like from that person to the person that she is now, I think she's just so free spirited. And it's like mm-hmm. it, it shows how like most people like when you evolve, it's like you start off like like 
puppy and then you end up being a big dog. Like for her, it's like she's like a sunflower. You know, I think that represents certain people that have like good energy. That's pretty much what I took from that one. Um, I'm just trying to make something, you know, for the community, for the people. You feel me? I'm just like, well. Damn, that's a lot to say. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. I smoked real heavy before I got on here. That's okay, because I did too. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I drank me a little glass of wine and everything. I'm like, yo. Because <laughs> I was like excited and nervous at the same time. I was like, you know what? If I'm high, I'm going to say everything I need to say. If I'm, I'm drunk, I might end up slipping up and saying too much. But then again, it's fun <laughs> facts about me. <laughs> yeah, but how are you doing? <laughs> but um, I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. good. How's life been? Because I remember the when was the last time I talked to you? The last time you spoke to me, I think it was it was our senior year. That's when I started like venturing out and talking to a lot more people. Mm-hmm. And you was one of those people. I spoke to you throughout um, senior year. We used to hang out sometimes, like in groups, and you would be there and we just kick it like that. I would just see you. I don't know how we even became. How did I even meet you? I'm not even sure. We went to Piper together. But <laughs> how? What Probably mutual through friends mutual you friends. Mm-hmm. So I think it was actually junior year leading into senior year. I think that's what that was. Come on, memory. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. But uh, before we get started on our topic today, go ahead and let the people know where they can find you and any projects that you're working on in the future. Um. Where you can find me, you can find me in Jacksonville, North Carolina. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> doing anything. I'm trying to do my hair page thing, but I'm kind of like not consistent enough. Mm-hmm. But I'm still working on it though. Um, I'm thinking about making my own hair care products. That, that's what I'm thinking about doing. Like that's something I really want to do. I just haven't like executed it yet. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. So the, with our topic with our series, the Rock Bottom series, you need to tap into that. Because at the moment, resiliency is the name of the game and it's part of 2021. So if it's something that you need to do now, I would definitely start now and be resilient with the outcome. Be resilient with the process. Right. That tunnel vision, get it done. Don't say it. I'd like to see you winning. They wanna get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm really trying to do? What's that? I'm actually trying to become an EMT and also be a CMA at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love the medical field. That is my place. Like, I don't even care about the whole COVID situation. I just want to help. And the thing is, with the medical industry, the way that medicine changes, the body evolves. So you see new things all the time. Oh, wow. So it's like something that I would never get bored with. Mm-hmm. Something that's constantly evolving with you. Mm-hmm. Something you're going to be constantly evolving with the medical industry. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's good. We're going to have one more extra. We're going to have an extra person on the battle mm-hmm. line, on the battlefield. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. So we are continuing our series, the Rock Bottom series, where I'm giving people to come together and share our rock bottom experiences and moments. First episode was me. I was giving my um, a rundown of my uh, experience in the military. Uh, the second episode was my friend, uh, my newfound friend, Dr. Luke Nelson. Uh, third episode 
was Ja talking about his uh his city bus stories. You know, one thing about Broward County, the city bus gonna raise you. Mm-hmm. But now, Sydney, uh, I want wanted you to come on to speak about rede- redemption and self sufficiency, because like we've grown a lot since high school. Yeah. And so, hardest lesson that we had to learn was you have to be self sufficient. You have to learn how to stand on your own without looking for anybody to help you. You know what I'm saying? When things get tough, you know yourself. Yeah. Well, before I ask you your first question, let me define redemption for us. Is that okay? Can I do that? Yes, sir. You can. Because I'm definitely high and I need you to tell me. I was here <laughs> thinking about it the whole time. As soon as you said it, I was like, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> let me Google this real quick. <laughs> no cap. That's what I'm doing right now. All right. Redemption. <laughs> Is the action of saving or being saved from a sin, error, or evil. So in your own words, how would you define self-redemption? It's when you know something is wrong and you keep going back to it. But the thing is, you change how you go back to it. You don't even go back to it. You let it come back to you and you just act as though it's something that's not as important as it would have been. Like, you know how you get excited about something? Like, say if you're in a toxic relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You know the person ain't good for you, but you still love them, right? Mm-hmm. When they come back, instead of getting excited when they come back and having all these expectations, you let, they come, you let them come in as they please, but at the same time, you keep that boundary up. You're able to communicate with them, which, first of all, makes you stronger mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And being able to, like, be in the same room with them, have a conversation with them, talk to them and stuff like that, and not get all bothered when certain things are said or when certain things are done. You know, you're kind of like, okay, it is what it is. We just hear That's it. There's no strings attached. You know how to, t- you know, how to, you know, kind of, like, separate your emotions from things. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you can just live instead of being, like, all upset and stuff, I guess. So... From what you describe, it sounds like you're talking about breaking the cycle. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much kind of just watching how you step. Once you realize, okay, this is something that, you know, generations have done, you step back and you analyze why did you do it? What was the reason? You know, how many times have you done this? We need to do something about it. So now we're going to change how we do this. So when we're feeling like this, we don't go back to this. We just let it be what it's going to be. We walk through our feelings. We don't suppress, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, because I didn't know you was going to preach like that. Didn't know you was going to preach like that. I'm sorry. I got a lot to say. That's I don't know how excited. I can go after that. <laughs> Dang. I don't know how I can go after that. All right, let me. So I will define exactly what you said. I think it's very important um, to break the cycle. I think that's step one. On your path to self-redemption, break the cycle. Mm-hmm. You have to recognize it first. Exactly. You got to accept it. Sit in it and be like, oh, I made it to this place. And understand why you do it. Because that's what that's the stuff that a lot of people skip. You have to understand why you do something. Yeah, you can always do the same thing over and over, you know, and expect another result, which is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty much the definition of, of insanity. <laughs> you know, you're kind of crazy at this point because you really think, by doing what you're doing, you get the same result every other t- every single time. But you think you're going to get something different because you did it this way. You're going to get the same result. It don't matter. 
<laughs> you know, mm-hmm. recognize it. But um, you're making this real easy because usually um, I have to ask the person to build steps for me, you know. I've asked um a guest to break down the steps to um the topic. So like I feel with redemption, step one is to acknowledge it. See what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying you need to sit down in your mess, sit in that dirty room that you just messed up, lay in your unkept bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Step two, you said understand. Yes, understand. You have to understand why you do why you do this. In order to stop a bad habit, especially if it's toxic towards you mentally, emotionally, or financially, or whatever way, if it's toxic to you in any way, you have to understand why you do that specific action in order to stop it. Because if you can understand it, you can find a different avenue to where it doesn't cause, you know, toxic issues and stuff like that. And it doesn't matter what it is, you know. So what would you think step three would be? For self redemption, step three would be mainly being able to be in front of those situations and know how to keep yourself from being emotionally attached to it. Don't allow it to ruin your day, don't allow it to make you fall into a depression, don't allow it to cause your anxiety to go crazy. You know, don't don't allow it to like creep into your soul because that's what we have an issue with nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's so upset. You know, I used, be, I used to be angry for a long time, like for a long time. And then I realized, I was like, what am I mad for? <laughs> I, I, I wake up every day, I eat, and I drink lots of water. After I skin, you know, I, look, I feel like I look good, you know, after a baby. I, I feel like I look good. Oh, you, know? you do. This is the hair for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Thank you. <laughs> I be trying. I try, try, you know. I have, to, I have to feel good for myself. And that's where a lot of the social media stuff, because it's like I look at a lot of women nowadays. They do all this tummy tuck, butt implants, boob implants. And I'm like, you know, for me, I like my natural body. I'm not going to do no editing. The most I have is a lot of tattoos. And my tattoos, they all have meaning to them. So it's like my symbolic place. You know, I just love my tattoos. I love them. But it's like, it's something that represents who I am. You know, and everybody wants to look the same. And I'm like, no, like, I like my body the way it is. Like, sometimes I'm like, ah, I look a little bloated today. We'll work on that. You know, you can do that. You can work out, but don't go hard, you know, to where you're not eating and you're doing, you know, too much working out and stuff. Or don't go to the doctor and get implants and get, you know, surgery done for what? Surgery is supposed to be life-saving, not life-enhancing unless you have a disability. You know, you misusing medicine at this point, so it kind of offends me, but I try not to say anything because I don't want to ruffle any feathers. But it's too late now. I already said it. So I already said it. Okay. <laughs> I said but what I, I really said. like how you said um, you have to change the way you react to certain situations because it's so easy to be like, well, if you're in a toxic relationship, just leave. Yeah. Or, but like, let's say it's not a toxic relationship, a, a toxic romantic relationship. Maybe it's a relationship with your mom, or your coworker, or your um your husband, or your whomever. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's some some places that we get stuck to, especially if it's addiction. Mm-hmm. Some places we get stuck inside of that we just really can't get out in the moment you can't just bail off especially if it's your kid right right you can't just dip on your child like that of course not my baby is my everything exactly you know what can i say something real quick because this is how much this is how bad like like this is how much my child is like he means so much to me 
I went for my 23rd birthday. I spent a weekend away from him and I went to DC. Do you know that same Friday when he dropped me off at the air at the airport? That mm-hmm. same night I was at the hotel. I was drunk as crap. And I was bawling out trying to roll a blunt because I was missing my child. I was missing my baby. (laughs) I was crying. I had the snot. I had the big crocodile tears, yo. And I was like, I'm okay. I just missed my baby. And they was just clowning me. They was like, girl, it's your birthday. You better get her another shot. I was like, okay. Okay. You know, I you know I take another shot. I'm gonna still be upset though. You know, I'm still missing my baby, but I'm gonna get lit tonight. I'm trying to tell you, I was doing, I was doing both. I was missing my baby and having fun. Mm-hmm. If that means the key to success right there, miss your baby and have fun. Yes. Oh my goodness. And I'm a single parent, and I ain't gotta share him. What? Oh my goodness. That is my buddy. That's my best friend. We fight like brother sister though. I wish I could record all the stuff that we be doing, yo. It's crazy. I really do argue with my son all the time, faithfully. As you should. (laughs) If you should be arguing with anybody, it should be your own child. That's what I'm saying. That's why I ain't trying to argue with nobody. Like as an adult, like bro, I already argue with my child. I'm not trying to argue with an adult. Like, nah, I'm over it. Like I don't want to argue with nobody. (laughs) You got beef is with yourself, it's not with me because I don't got the time or the energy. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> and that that is a characteristic of having redeemed yourself from mm-hmm. your past bring yourself out of that dark place and I'm allowing yeah. myself to defend myself that's what it is because mm-hmm. old me would just sit there quietly not say nothing just take it like no I'm not about to take that you can get off my phone with that because last time I checked you don't pay my phone bill sorry come on now even if you did I own the phone thank you it was a gift so you can't take it back <laughs> I didn't sign anything. Thank you. That's beautiful, though. Because I was just thinking about that today. Because uh, I went to brunch today. Got pretty lit. Not mm-hmm. a lot of you. Had to sit in my car for about two hours before I left. But I was uh, I was dancing. And I looked around. I noticed people were looking at me. And I was like, oh, my God. They're looking at me like they're staring. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, these bitches don't pay my bills. Mm-hmm. These bitches aren't paying $20 for bottles of mimosas for me. So I'm going to enjoy my time and my energy while I still have it. Exactly. And I got lit. Yes. And in doing so, the entire party was lit. You know what I mean? You just got to have that I don't give a crap mentality. And it's not in a negative way. It's in a positive way, meaning that I'm going to have fun regardless whether you think I'm cool or not. Like, I'm mm-hmm. chilling. I'm doing me. You know, I'll be in Walmart. Listen. Everybody in my town knows me for the girl that turns up in her car by herself. Literally, there's nobody in my car. I'm just turned by myself. I don't care where I'm at. And people always be like, oh, shit, I saw you in your car the other day. I'm like, yeah. And I probably was getting there. And people be like, yeah, we saw that. We saw that. And people actually hype me up on the streets. For real. Like, you just be driving around, getting lit? Mm-hmm. I mean, not like drinking and stuff. I'd be high majority of the time when I'm driving. <laughs> but you ain't supposed to do that. But, you know, it is what it is. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those moments. But we're working on you know, it. Yeah, you know, it is what it is, though. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, you know, I get, I have fun. You know, I can have fun with a group of people, one other person, or by myself. I don't care. That's beautiful. You know, life is already hard enough, man. You gotta live it up. I'm not trying. I spent too many years being angry, man. I'm not doing it no more. I'm tired. I'm tired. So when. when- when do you think you started your journey to self-redemption? I started February 28th of this year. Beautiful. That's your official 
like your mm-hmm. official date that's when you um mentally noted it down like today i'm doing it yeah that's beautiful and what do you think caused that like what sparked that actually that was the stepping stone to the redemption the actual redemption i would say was a week ago because mm-hmm. i was trying to figure out why i was so angry and i realized that because i'm not living in my true skin mm-hmm. and i realized i was like who i am on the inside matters too and what i feel matters as well so how i'm gonna live my life is to make me happy as well if it doesn't make me happy then we can't do it sorry you know because it's my life i have to live it you feel me so it's kind of like one of those situations and i've come to the conclusion that you know yeah people are gonna have their opinions it is what it is because it's my life i have to live it this is the life that i chose so i do have to take on the consequences and the repercussions to those actions that i do but at the same time i'm satisfied with that I'm satisfied. I'm not worried about nobody else being satisfied with it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, you really just broke down the entire series just now. In that one little short sentence that you just said, you broke down the entire series. Because I have it split up in sections, right? Mm-hmm. So, my episode, right? My yeah. episode exuded a message of, um, of contentment. Like, when you're in the when you find yourself in the pit is what I call it. When you're at rock bottom, I call it the pit. When you find yourself in the pit, first thing you have to do is sit down and be content with where you are in life. You have to be okay saying like, right now, I'm not in the best situation I can be, but right now this is all I have and I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, episode two was Dr. Luke Nelson. And he spoke about resiliency. When you find that contentment, you still need to keep pushing on despite what you're going through so even though your whole world is falling apart you must know at the end of the day that you're going to make it through because you got the ambition to do so everybody and that's the thing and i'm sorry i keep bearing off subject but this has everything to do with what you just said everybody likes to say oh the reason why i couldn't do this is because of like why couldn't you do it I go through things all the time. I like secretly be depressed and I still do what I need to do and nobody can tell. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you got to put on a brave face, but you still need to do what you do need to do as an adult. You know, I know too many people who are older than me and I'm only 23, you know, so I, I know people that are in their 30s, late 20s, you know, that don't have their crap together. And then they try to say, oh, it's because of my anxiety. Oh, it's because I had a terrible life. Oh, it's because of this. Those are excuses you're choosing to allow your life to be that that way it's not just luck it's not because you just have bad luck and things just don't work out for you it's because of the energy that you project it's because of the energy that you you know it's the mindset okay. as well yeah you know you can't just keep I, I had to learn that the hard way you know I had to learn that the hard way and I realized I'm like yo I don't need to walk around with this monkey on my back whatever issues I had back in the day it is what it is I don't have to talk to them folks no more. I don't have to deal with them. I can just do me, you know, put myself in a position where I can just depend on me, do what I need to do for me and my kid. That's that's all I'm worried about. I'm not worried about no relationship. I'm not worried about none of that stuff. You know, I'm not worried about no family ties. None of that, man. You know, I'm focused on me and mine. That's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that segues right into my uh, the next section, self-sufficiency, being 
wholly dependent on yourself. You know, being able to jump on things when you have to defend yourself, pretty much. You know, when you out there butt naked, butterball by yourself, and you making things work. Exactly. But the segue into that, oh. the the stepping stone into being self sufficient, mm-hmm. is forgiveness of yourself. You have to forgive yourself because the um, people who don't have that self-sufficiency people who don't have like that autonomy as an adult mm-hmm. it's usually because they messed up in the past and now they're scared they're gonna do the same thing again you know right like, but what they have hmm? they just have to realize that they create their own story title your 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 background doesn't have to create your, the title of your story you can always remake it you know that's what that a lot of people a lot of people tend to forget that they tend to like exactly forget that and I, I really don't you know I wish I could tell everybody even if I say it to a person they may not know what I'm talking about but it's like the things that happened in the past do not define who you are you have the ability to evolve that's the whole purpose of evolving that means change but a lot of people like to keep the same habits and they like to blame their past for their problems and I'm like no that's not how that works you can't do that. You have to take responsibility for what you have done, change the action, therefore it does not happen again, and you're doing things in a better way. Simple. Yep. Like that. Just forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. So right now, let's take a moment, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take a deep breath, and whoever's listening, plus you two sitting, you better be breathing. If I don't hear you breathing on the phone, you're going to have a problem. Let's breathe and forgive ourselves. Ready? Okay. One. Two, breathe in, breathe out, and then forgive yourself. Because you know what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to you, whoever's listening. You know what you you know what it is that you haven't forgiven yourself about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on the front of your mind every day. You know what it is. And you might not you might not know what it is in the moment right now. But you're going to hit a situation and you're going to be like, can I do this? Because X, Y, Z happened before. And let yourself know that we got this because I am an autonomous adult. Mm-hmm. And I can do this by myself and for myself. Mm-hmm. But I like how you said that, though. You said when you butt booty naked, butt mm-hmm. booty naked in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. and you can't make, make nothing rock. That's when it kicks in. That's uh that scene from uh Friday when he was uh when when Smokey was at his mama house. Oh my god. She's like, go to the store, give me a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. She handed him two dollars. And he was like, This ain't enough. And what she said to him. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think. Oh my god. I was waiting for you to say the whole thing so I could actually like picture it so I can remember it. So he looked at his mom and said. Hold on, this ain't enough. She looked back at him and said, make it enough. He oh, wow. Said, Damn. He walked out the house. But he got back to her house, right? And mm-hmm. got the pack of cigarettes. Now, he never divulged into that part of the story, like how he got the extra money to get the cigarettes. But he made do what we had. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I never thought about it that way. I never really looked into that movie like it was deeper than what <laughs> Okay. But it's just like that. So whatever you have, whatever issue you're going through in life, 
you need to make an inventory and look at everything around you and be like, this is enough. Right. This is all I have. This is enough. I forgive myself. Yeah. And this is enough. I'm tired as hell. I'm in a situation, but I'm content with it. I forgive myself. This is enough. Self redemption and self sufficiency. So, you want to share a story about your uh, redemption path? Want to give a little synopsis? Well, I'm actually in it. (laughs) Oh, so you are we talking about fresh wounds? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I've been talking about this whole time. Fresh wounds. And so hot. I'm so glad I caught you at the beginning. Look at that divine timing. I know. So because <laughs> you're at the beginning. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I, I really like this, though. I, I was so excited. I talked about it on Snapchat. Everybody was, like, hyping, hyping me up. And me <laughs> he was like, my best friend. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I was like, thank you, best friend. <laughs> oh, my God. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Because I am not the Peaceful Podcast. I am not the Peaceful Moment Podcast. I'm just the host. But because you're in the very beginning stages i'm so glad i get to speak to you now because i always wanted the podcast to be like a time capsule mm-hmm. so now we're gonna lock this story in right and then it's a few later a few years later later down the line you go listen back and be like oh that's who i was yeah so now that you're at the beginning of your um your redemption path what do you want to tell yourself when you when you don your crown what do you want to tell yourself uh, it's a lot of things I want to tell myself. Oh, before you, before before you do that, right? But uh, I want you to make write two letters to yourself, right? I want you to write a letter to your, your past self and a letter to your future self. Now, what I want you to do, very very simple instructions for both of them. For the first one, the first one to your past self, write a letter, giving her the business. Let her know every place where she messed up in life. Let her know like this is what you should not have done. Like this is. This is how I feel about you right now. These are the things I have to fix because of you. Because you did all these things. This is why I feel the way I do about you. And then when you write to yourself the future, I want you to be ex- exactly the same amount of honesty. I want you to be as mm-hmm. honest as possible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, give all the love and inspiration, positive energy, like all the things that you wanted in your past. Give that to your future self in that letter. Does that make sense? Yes. So all the intensity that you have right now for everything, put it in that letter to your future self. But say it in a way where it's positive more than like judgmental. Exactly. Because you want to write to your old self, like very business-like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a business email, like a performance assessment. And then when you write to your your future self, write write to it like you're writing to a baby. Like you're writing to a, to a child, like a person that's innocent, that doesn't know what's really going on, you know? Give them an understanding of what they're walking into. Exactly. exactly. So what do you want to tell your future self? That you're stronger than you think you are. You know, everything is not chicken little. It's the end of the world or the sky is falling. It's just that you have to learn how to prioritize. Stop taking bigger steps. You need to start with the baby steps. It's like you got the tunnel vision, but you're executing the steps wrong. Execute the steps step by step. Don't skip three steps to get to four. You have to do it one by one. Take your time. 
It's not a race, you know, and try not to speak so negatively, you know, because, you know, you're putting, you're putting that energy out there. Therefore, that's when things get messed up. But when you're all happy and positive, that's when things turn out great. So keep that positive, you know, energy going. You know, keep being a great mom that you are, you know, get even get even better, you know, because being a parent is a learning process. I swear to goodness, boy. <laughs> Uh, my son be looking at me like, dang, mommy, you ain't know that? I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm a first-time mom. He's me. <laughs> you know, I'm allowed to mess up one child at least, you know. Right. By the third one, you good. For real. And that's if, if we get the three, because I think I'm good with one. You feel me? Like, Listen. one is enough. He got my attitude and my smart mouth. No, sir. <laughs> and your face. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much all I would say to myself. You know, push for your goals, work on your ambition. Like I have the ambition to do things, but sometimes I get a little, I get a little stagnant. Like get out of that. Like keep going up. Keep going up. Don't be so content. And let me do the same thing. Let me tell myself something. Mm, what's on my heart right now? I want to say, Jordan. Keep doing it, dog. Keep doing it. I don't know where we're going to go. I don't know what we're going to do. But it's going to be great. And you're going to have a lot of fun. And I want you to know that you're a king. Even on the days that you don't feel like it. No, not a king. I want you to know that you're the peaceful prince. Even on the days that you don't feel like it. You're still the peaceful prince. Just keep on doing it. Cry through it. Walk through the fire. Every headache in the morning. Every backache. Leg pain. The asthma attacks keep on going for me because we're doing it for him. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I want to ask a question. In oh, me a question? Yeah, I got a question. I got a question. I don't never be getting questions. Nobody be asking me damn questions. <laughs> damn. Okay, I feel kind of, I feel kind of, um, I feel flattered. Okay, go ahead, ask your question. So, what made you change the royal status when you were talking to yourself? Because, right, all right, I like to, you know how you were saying you have to go through the process? Mm-hmm. I refer to myself as the peaceful prince, you know, because I have to choose peace because, like, I'm I'm a very peaceful person, but at the same time, I'm also very chaotic. And if I don't check myself consistently, I'll be in a mess, you know what I mean? Like, my life will be in shambles all over again, and I don't want to go back there. So every day... When I wake up, I have to choose to be peaceful. And so I call myself the peaceful prince. The oh. issue with that is I'm also very impatient. So I'm constantly referring myself to referring to myself as king. But I'm like, no, I'm not a king yet. I'm still a prince. I have to go through my prince duties until I don my crown, you know? Until I put oh. my crown. I like that. I like that. That's why I asked because I figured. I kind of figured. I was like, all right, all right. Let me see where he's going with this, though. Let me see. Because, like, my problem is I'm always trying to get to the end of the book. Like, I don't like watching slow TV shows. It makes my head hurt. It's just, it's too much. It's just way too much. And I'm like, can I just find, just get to the end? Let's, let's be done with it. Like, and I hate, like, um, the learning process, like playing a new instrument. 
when I was in band in high school, I, I was like, oh my God, like I know how to do all of this. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to keep doing this over and over and over. Like, can we just get to the music now? But there's that learning period, that period of failure and like trials and tribulation, that period is sacred. And I can't keep skipping it because if I just call myself king now, when I actually become king, I'm going to be a pretty shitty king. You know? So right now, I have to keep reminding myself that you're doing amazing, you're doing great, but you're still a prince. And you have to honor where you are right now. Because you keep trying to call yourself what you're not in hopes of making yourself feel better than shit. Just mind yourself. You know, wishful thinking is one thing, but flat out lying to yourself, that's different. Kind of went off like that. I mean, it's not too bad, though. I don't think that's a bad thing, though. You have to compare yourself to something so then you don't go back to it. So, I mean, once you recognize it, that's a good technique to like, use as a flashback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last thing, last thing, last thing, you know, this is how you get your placard, right? This is how you get your gift. This is how you get your name on the wall. Okay. This is how you get your Instagram post. You feel me? For somebody who just started their redemption path, like they started today, they feel like their life has been a mess and they want to redeem themselves from their past. What do you want to say to them right now? What good advice do you have for people right now? Believe in yourself. Sometimes we're harder on ourselves than others are because we're trying so hard to be what someone else wants us to be. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us, we everybody secretly see, seeks for their parents' approval, whether you're a transgender, whether you're gay and not accepted in your family, whether you want to go for one career, but somebody's trying to get you to do another career. Some like to a place where it's not like something that you want to do. You know, we all seek for our parents' approval. And that's where it stems from, honestly, the relationship that you have with your parents, whether you're, you had a single parent or whether you had both parents, whether you had gay parents, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, we all seek for our parents' approval. And if we don't do what our parents see us doing, it causes friction. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to realize that it's your life. You have to live it, regardless of how anybody else anybody else feels. But I think our parents actually do that indirectly to make us do that. So then when we get out here, we know how to block all that stuff. We're not worried about impressing nobody. We're not worried about how we make somebody feel, especially if we're doing the right thing. If I'm doing the right thing for myself, I'm making money, taking care of my kid, handling my bills, being able to have some me time, taking my son out on little vacations and stuff like that. If I'm doing that, then I'm good. You know, I'm satisfied with that. I don't have to do anything, you know, out the ordinary. I can just do normal stuff. You know, I don't have to outshine anybody. I can just do me. Whatever I'm satisfied with. I can just exist. And I'm okay with it. Mm. Well, it's not just only existing. You're pretty much creating your own character out here. Because you you got a lot of people who want to be just like somebody else. I don't want to be nobody else but myself. You know why? Because I'm respected for the person that I am. 
I get people telling me all the time, Sydney, you're so honest. I'm like, you have to be. What, what, what do I need to lie for? The only person that I probably lied to was my mom. I don't lie to nobody else. She's the only person that can whoop my ass. That's about it. That, that's about it. You know, I don't really lie to her anymore. I just keep shit from her, you know. <laughs> everything. You feel me? <laughs> Even as a grown woman, no, she'd beat my ass. Fuck that. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. But, you know, it's just... I mean, it is what it is. You know, I just feel like the person that I am is is great. You know, even people who do me wrong, do you know how good it makes me feel to know that I've impacted somebody's life so much to the point where if we, you know, stop talking or we fall out, you'll come back to me years later and under, and realize what really happened. And then you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that I did that to you. And I forgive everyone. Mm-hmm. I forgive every last person. You know, and I'm like, I know, you know, you was going through something. And I and I understand that because I went through that phase. That's why I'm so lenient. You know, I'm like, I understand that. I, it was one point in time I was angry at the world. Everybody was just like out to get me and just stuff wouldn't turn out right. And I'm like, man, fuck it. You know, and then I dropped that fucking mentality. Like I literally dropped that November 2020. I used to have it real bad to the point where I would fuck up everything and not give a fuck. <laughs> you know once I hit that fucking mentality I will fuck it up and be upset on the fact that it's fucked up but I did it to myself if that makes sense mm. you know you gotta keep your head above water cause you know the devil he coming you know I don't know about nobody's belief but I know he be working on me when things are going good for me it's like I'm always high strung I'm always emotional like everything is like over the top I take a lot of things personally but I'm learning how not to you know, I'm learning how to maintain in the storm. Don't just freak out. You freaking out, that's just gonna make it worse. If you drowning, you're not gonna you're gonna try to swim. You know, don't just sit there and keep drowning. Swim. Get the air that you need. Get the water out your lungs. Cough. Throw it up. Do what you gotta do. But keep going. Yeah. No, fight for your life. Fight for your right to be different. Be yourself. I don't care what you are. You can be a goddamn frog. Just don't be in my house because I don't do frogs. Like so, like that? Like so, like that. Like that. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too.